This is episode three of Edging On, Edging On, Edging On Multiplicity. I am your host, Sam. I'm Adam. I'm Drew, and we have two guests with us today. We do indeed. I'm Alexis. And I'm Riley. Sorry, we, we don't mean to step on any, step on any weenies here. We, just, <laughs> we don't, don't want to, what's your guys' rhythm here? How, how is it really Our good? rhythm is, this is the show without rhythm. Yeah, we just, I'll, I'll just sort of lead us through discussion, more or less. We'll just kind of follow along the episode and talk about stuff as we go. We beat right. to the, the beat of our own drum. Beat. So, first thing I want to get is, what, what have you guys experienced with multiplicity, Alexis and Riley? Uh, so, um, I've only seen a short snippet of the film. Would it happen to be this ten minutes that we just watched? Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I, I've seen the movie twice, and, um, and then also the ten minutes we just watched, so <laughs> that's the freshest bit, and, uh, I, I'd say I'm... A cash fan, I guess. <laughs> really surface level. Yeah, you haven't taken the the online uh, quizzes like which Doug are you? <laughs> yeah, I haven't listened to the director's commentary backwards yet. So. Are you a dog or a dog or a dog or a dog or Doug? It's like which Potter, <laughs> which Harry Potter house are you? It's which Doug clone? We'll make the quiz the end. Oh. Once you guys get to the finale, you can take you can follow the link to the quiz. Which dog are you? Well, like it, to, of the four Dugs, which one is which Harry Potter house? Because four is obviously Hufflepuff, right? <laughs> we'll discuss that once we get to those dogs. Okay. All right. Okay. Right now we got we have two Dugs so far. Well, th- this this episode began with the, uh, the 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 Dugs introducing themselves to each other, and instantly they're literally checking out each other's asses. Yes, and also they have that thing where you can very clearly tell that they're not he's not comfortable doing the green screen because they he, they kind of talk over he kind of talks over himself a lot, and it's somewhat incredibly awkward. I'm, I'm going to come right out and say this. The effects on this movie, like after the, the introduction scene, which is just a pretty basic green screen, after this, the effects are really good because there's all kinds of instances of the clones interacting on screen. Yeah. And I, I was genuinely in awe by that. And that's kind of something I haven't experienced yet with this one. Yeah. The, the surprisingly well-made movie for how uh, how how much it is multiplicity for how poorly made it is it's a really well-made movie <laughs> yes uh, there is one thing I, I really got to hit on in this opening scene which is the uh, the nude statue of a person in fetal position on the wall in the background I don't know if anyone else picked up on that no <laughs> no one else noticed this I thought it was a vagina <laughs> it's a weird. <laughs> It's post-vagina. It, th- th- this guy, th- you, you know the guy running this facility a freak, though. <laughs> he did clone himself. He did clone himself, and it's heavily implied he fucks the clone. Yeah, that clone's in board shorts. And by heavily implied, I mean it, it, it's the headcanon that we've all kind of cracked. You know, I, I can't think of any better thing to do with a clone, because at this stage in life, I have nothing else going on. I can't <laughs> think of what I would have a clone do other than suck me off now and then. And what better way... To get your jollies. I do have a genuine question. Yeah. So if you were in um, the character's position, the original Doug, you're married with uh, two children, and you have a duplicate of yourself, what would you do? If we personally were in that situation? Yeah, I mean, you're married with two kids, you got a, you know, a stable job. Sell the clone for organs. Mm, that's a good idea. I'd probably rail Andy McDowell. <laughs> Just for the, the chance to 
to suck the pussy <laughs> juice off of vegetable meat. We are in a post-Dunstan post-dust, world. Damn it, Adam, you got me saying Dustin now. So, it's so hard. That <laughs> a post-Dunstan podcast. I was going to say, I have another question. Yeah. Um, doesn't it make you question the character where he's willing to hide his clone from his family <laughs> instead of, you know, talking to them? Oh, you. but you've hit the crux of this yes. movie. That is a very good well, question. The discussion begins. So the the the, the entire kind of uh, my entire kind of angle from this movie is how how much of a bad husband and father Doug is and throughout citizen. the entire movie. This is my favorite angle to analyze this movie from. That's a good point, Alexis. I was viewing this from a '90s perspective, where I'm like, of course, shenanigans that he can't. He can't tell his uh, family, but why can't he? Yeah. I mean, do you think they'd on? Well, I, I was going to say, do you think they'd honestly believe him, but if two dugs walk into <laughs> the room at the same time? There's a public institute that's just making clones left and right. How many Well, we don't know. Maybe it's only the second before. clone he's made. Maybe, maybe the cloning process has been going so bad, like he cloned a dug and goes, oh my gosh, this one has two lungs. Well, it's like, it really makes you. Uh, Get to know his character better in the sh- I mean in the short time I that short 10 minutes I realized he's really selfish and secretive and yes I mean he's not a trustworthy character at all why did any of us watch the whole movie it's great they, they give you no reason to have any sympathy for, for him he is a bastard Oh, and I he's wearing. I really hope he dies. You, you I can hope tell. The clone takes his place. You can tell the moment you see that glasses strap. <laughs> oh, see the what? The his glasses, glasses strap. strap. Oh, the glasses strap. <laughs> he constantly wears glasses straps in this movie. Michael Keaton does. Yes, yeah. it's I like did the, not the band. Okay, if you want an yeah, idea of what, what Michael is. Keaton's fashion this movie is. Picture a dad from the year 1996, and you've got it exactly. It's the high-waisted jeans with the flannel tucked in and glasses with the glasses, sunglasses, the glasses strap, mouth constantly agape. Michael Keaton always looks like he's surprised in this movie. I'm glad you brought that up, because at the scene where he brings brings the clone back to his house, and he's just handing him clothes, it was just like hitting a 90s dad checklist, like, all right, plaid, check. Button up plaid, alright, check. <laughs> and I gotta say, I do appreciate the scene where they subtly uh, give second Doug the leather jacket so that you can distinguish him from the first Doug. <laughs> Thank God for that, because I had no idea which one was which. But it's also so you know that he's the cool Doug. Yeah. It's the I, Doug that fucks. Yeah, this is, this is aggro Doug. Uh, one thing we start to realize in this part of the movie is that perhaps... Maybe all Dugs are not created equal, because second Doug is far more aggressive than first Doug, but he's got a very, uh, uh, I don't know what to say other than toxic masculinity. He's he's somehow physically stronger, as we see when they they chest bump. Yes. He got a mean streak a mile wide. Toxic multiplicity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's really good. The impression he does of his wife is so good. I love his impression. <laughs> Doug, it's like full-on Patty Mayonnaise. <laughs> so, um, did the clone turn out to be uh, actually Doug or what Doug wants to be? Uh, now, there's an interesting take. That's a Ooh. question. Ooh, this is an interesting... Because I've never looked at it from this angle. He's stronger. He does... He's more uh, efficient at work. Yeah. He's yes. liked 
a little better. He has a better attitude towards people. Oh! Well, he does lock him in. Well, even port upon wait, that man was giving him shit, though. Wait, so the clone went to work? Yeah. yeah. I thought the regular Michael <laughs> Keaton went to No, no, no. That's why the clone... Okay. So, you believe... We'll get here in a second. Go for it. Hold on. I wrote exactly down... Go for it. Exactly what I wrote down was makes clones so original can work. Seems backwards. Adam, Adam, we'll get to that. Adam, if you fell for the... We're going to... We'll break... We'll break down your... Whatever you've done here. Because first... We really need to talk about. We must crush Ted. We must destroy no. him. No, I will break Ted's no, neck. No, <laughs> I haven't had a chance to speak because I wanted to talk about the the middle aged dad angle because uh, they start talking about like satellites in the most dad way possible. Yes, where they don't have anything specific they want to watch, but they just want to know that they own no, s- a satellite. Sports, sports. yeah, sports. I want to watch movies. Can we get some sports going up in here? See, that appealed to me because I too love sports and I also enjoy movies. Man. Doug comes in. You gotta know he's the more aggressive Doug, so he comes in like, we're gonna get a satellite TV in here so we can watch sports and porn. <laughs> and then the other Doug's like, is there anything in particular you want to watch because we're gonna be paying a lot of money for this satellite package? And he's like, no, I just want to have it. You know, like something to turn on so I can fall asleep in the recliner. So I can go to work and say, 800 channels. Hey, go we got direct TV, 800, 800 channels. channels. Nothing to watch. Back to Sam's uh, own watch porn. That thing. <laughs> What kind of fan would Clone Doug watch? Would he watch Double Penetration? Clone Doug would watch only lesbian porn. Before we move on, I would like to go back to um, what if Doug is the better, uh, the Doug clone is the better Doug. What if he always wanted to push that guy in a porta potty? You know, get rid of him. It's I think that's implied. Yeah. Is it? Is yeah, because yeah, Ted definitely do, does suck dick. Talk yeah. yeah. So, so in the first part, uh, Ted is really awful. Okay, well. Ted's, I, Ted's an annoying suck up. I didn't see that. You get like a little bit of what, what does he say to the boss when they're walking in something like this is like hey can I toss your salad boss man yeah that's what it was yeah that means anal also you know that the the second Doug is the cooler more cooler more manly Doug because he starts telling the other Doug he's whipped <laughs> cooler and manlier yeah. than a guy who won't let his wife work because of how he feels I don't know man. that's a good point <laughs> Doug one was already so chauvinistic it's kind of hard to get worse if I was married to Andy McDowell <laughs> I'd beat her <laughs> oh my god. That's Doug talking, not me, Adam. That's Doug. I'm in character. Can we call him Tug as in two Doug? Doug two. (laughs) I think we should call him Dig Doug. Are they Dig Doug? Because I really dig this Doug. (laughs) Double D Dog. Actually, I'm pretty. I'm pretty good with double D. Double D actually works for me. Doug Duo, and the next one is Doug Trio. Oh my god! The next one's Doug Demodemo. I gotta write that down for future episodes so we don't forget that. Doug (laughs) Demodemo. Thumbnail for this podcast needs to be fucking. The three Michael Keaton yeah. heads like Doug Trio. That needs to be like a foil Pokemon card. <laughs> but but we have to make sure rare. the eyebrows are like yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's like a hollow of three Dugs, but like the hollow pattern is eyebrows. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what that's what we decided. That's what we. Is a full art Giga Max Doug. For those of you listening, Riley sitting here next to us is the one who made our uh, our. Capture for our yes. for our last uh, season for she made, made that wonderfully <laughs> tasteful uh, cane of Lord Rutledge for our cover art. Hand model it based off of just random YouTube uh, clips that were available. 
Yeah, I um, I had done like a really uh, decent job with uh, sculpting the uh, like the falcon handle of that cane. <laughs> Sam's like, no, just the claw. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't specific enough. It's fine. It it looked like shit, but uh, thank you though. I'm glad you guys liked no, it. No, that was great. Oh, we loved it. It looked real. We're not blowing smoke up your ass. That really was fantastic. I, I could practically feel my nipples being pinched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when we first showed it to Sam. He went. I really love Michael Keaton's horrible improv. Yeah. Th- oh, there's yes. no way this is written dialogue when no, it's like, no, no, no. all right, yeah, this is a shirt. Uh, yeah, I can see myself wearing this. Uh, yeah, there's another oh, jacket. jacket. Oh, okay. spe- I remember this jacket. Speaking of horrible improv, I hate to shift just a little bit, but in terms of like the production aspects, the poor cameraman who had a fixed uh, fixed shot for when the scene where after Michael Keaton passes off his clothes to the clone... And he's trying to walk up the door. Michael Keaton moves like five or six feet while holding on to the doorknob. So the camera on the tripod is swiveling <laughs> and swiveling and swiveling. This poor guy gets paid like thirty grand a year to watch Michael Keaton do what he think is improv. <laughs> I, got a, I have another one similar. There's we'll one, get onto that later. Their, their improv has one good point, which is when they just get into the huddle and start going... Crush Ted. We will destroy Ted. I will break Ted's neck. Okay, that's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I do and ironically enjoy that part. You know, I missed a whole lot because I was so focused on, like, get, I, I was so dizzy just watching the camera on the tripod swivel that I actually had to look away for a hot minute because it made me so fucking sick. Is, is everybody okay if we transition to the work scene? Because I desperately want to explain what happened to Adam and figure out what yes, went wrong. Yeah. I do want to bring up one more thing. I do. I got to point out the the uh, the the many sides of Doug, where how how he simultaneously hate his wife, but also very happy to see her every time she appears. And uh, we, we finally did find out her name this episode. Her name is Laura. It took 20 minutes for him to say her name. It's and uh, they've said it six times it's, so far. It's not so Dee Dee like I, I claimed in the first episode. Dee Dee. Dee Dee. So you may remember the first episode of the podcast when I said I'm pretty sure they say her name like five times the entire movie. They've said it six times already in one scene. So fuck me. Sam, it looks like you've been owned by your own blunder. Facts prevail, bitch. Hey, Adam. The, uh, didn't you just get done telling us, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. High Horse? That wasn't me. That was that was your clone. They did a good job of cloning him. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty good. It's him. <laughs> Spitting image. I wish they just so used funhouse mirrors the entire time and didn't address it. Like, yes, that's my clone over there. Oh, you just see hands holding the edges of the mirror. <laughs> Harold Ramis himself. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It just shivers every now and then. Just <laughs> oh, so as we've alluded to, uh, after, after getting the clone back, uh, and, the, and the two du- and the Doug gets his clone settled in in the small room above the garage, we cut to the next day when uh, when Doug is walking in the work uh, at six a.m. He's already there. But where's Doug at this point? Doug is at work, but Doug is also on his way to work. But where's Doug? Doug. 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 Dig. I, I the goose. Doug, oh. Doug goose. Oh, damn! Doug, I came up with that too. Totally that was a good that. one. Was awful? <laughs> yeah, you, I like it. <laughs> I'm completely lost now. Okay, but Doug, Doug two. What did we call him? Uh, Double D. Double D. Double D goes to work very early and gets a bunch of stuff done to impress all all of his boss and other coworkers. 
But then original Doug, original recipe Doug, with 13 <laughs> herbs and spices. <laughs> oh, damn it, it's 11 herbs and spices. Well, he eats his BMW on in there anyway. Yeah, and he comes in. How did the dog get to work? They have a truck and a car. Right? Yeah, they have the little red shitty load of the car. Up. Oh, wait, never mind. I was going to say, wait, what's the, didn't the wife working now? Yeah, didn't she She has a working? station wagon, though. She has, like, the, the wagon. So they have three fucking cars. Oh, she's got the wagon. Yeah, they're poor, but they live in a giant house that they're refinishing. See, this is very 1996. The housing market was not what it is today. <laughs> it's Simpsons poor, where it's like, oh, yeah. we live in our two-story house and we're barely scraping by. They're the upper middle class. We only have enough money to go on one vacation per year. <laughs> They're the ones that we will eat when the revolution comes. Well, guys, we have to cut back. We can't go to we can't go to Applebee's every week anymore. I would thank look. God Dad can get a clone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, did, he, did he pay for the clone? Yes, he paid for the clone. It's a, uh, he talks in the first episode about how much the clone will cost. It's implied that he pays for the clone. Was it an insurance charge? You know I what, cannot recall. You know what would have been really nice to see? A scene of him paying or a mention of how much it costs. Maybe that would add some kind of financial Maybe he had a know, rack, rack, back no credit stakes. card. Do you they, know, in Canada, clones are subsidized by the government. <laughs> do they have the same social security number? It's just got like a parenthesis too. <laughs> They're not legally people. They Squared. count as house pets. Oh, wow, wow. Michael hey, Keaton's Batman. He paid with the Bat credit card. You cannot change my mind. You have to register him with the American Kennel Society. <laughs> I would like to talk to about Doug at work because I want to know Doug how Adam work. got him confused. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, can we break this down? Okay, so a man gets a clone, and on the first day he has the clone, he hops out of bed and goes to work. Early as fuck. Look, read, read the, that okay. note right It's there. almost as if Adam didn't didn't watch the first part of the movie. <laughs> where they explain that he's getting a clone so that he doesn't have to go to work anymore. That fabulous note. But then he did show up anyway. Yeah. It's almost like, the people, are, it's almost like the people that didn't even see the first ten minutes of the movie are somehow able to follow it. <laughs> the people that haven't been hyper-analyzing this movie through a podcast. <laughs> I've never felt so attacked before in my life. <laughs> Sorry. Can we also talk about the fact we're 30 minutes in? Already? We're 30, yeah, we're 30 minutes in. This is the third episode. We're doing it, people. We're doing it. Oh, yeah. We're going all the way this time. We're 30 minutes in, and they just now have started the clone shenanigans. <laughs> to be fair, in the last episode, in the last seven seconds... We did see his penis. And his clone. Did yes. we really see his penis? I think you're fucking... No, I'm 100% serious. When they shrink wrap him on that thing before the microwave dings, you can full on see his dick. It's terrible. <laughs> That's such a sad okay. sentence before the microwave dings. Like the big whisk. <laughs> yes. We'll Michael Keaton's flaccid cock. Yeah, it's it, it's it's awful. You can tell it's really his cock because it honks just like it did that other movie. <laughs> so he goes to work. He goes to work. The clone goes to work at and Six. gets a bunch of, bunch of stuff done. And... Um, People are impressed, confused, <laughs> and attracted. They're like, "Yeah, did he get thicker? Did, did this identical copy get somehow sexier?" <laughs> Is that I a think dumb... it's an attitude thing. Yeah, he he did. He carries yeah, he himself did better. Look a little <laughs> thicker. <laughs> that dumb truck ass. Oh God, Adam! Like he looked like I'm not trying to be gross, but he looked juicy. <laughs> Adam. So Doug is in there. Yes. So he says that he's been there since six, and then he follows his coworkers into the room for a meeting. Yes. And then a Michael Keaton in an entirely different outfit walks in the door, and then the secretary says, I thought you were in the meeting. And he says, 
uh, for a minute, he stammers like, I had a shirt, then I got coffee, then I went in the meeting, but then I walked out of the meeting, and then I got a shirt. And you were just sitting there like, yeah, this completely makes sense. He must have ruined his shirt. I wrote my cute little chinny chin chin. Fun fact, if you, if you look really closely, you can see the moment where he evacuates his bowels as he has no idea what to say. He could not explain his way out of a wet cardboard box. Okay, okay. Like, he, he's, oh uh, yeah, I got a second shirt for emergencies, my car, no, Good thing I had the second shirt, you know, because I spilled the coffee on it. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and I'm gonna go out and get that second shirt because it's probably dry by now. And I like the other shirt better. So next time you see me, I'm going to be walking out of that meeting he's in my talking, original shirt. He's talking mean shirt. And you think I'm exaggerating. This is – I'm toning this down. Okay. I'm, I'm going to defend my thought process real quick. I just thought that someone happened to see the clone just strolling around town in a different shirt. Can That's we, how I took it. Can we get a gavel? I'm taking you to court, Adam. <laughs> it's a multiplicity um, court. Multiplicity court. This far in the movie, I don't like how uh, this character tweet treats women. <laughs> yeah, you've seen 10 minutes of it. Get ready. Oh, baby. Have you seen Dunstan checks in? Oh, no, man. Um, oh, Adam, you've not seen this. I, I think you're going to enjoy the the, the, the theme. Uh, edging on podcast is is making fun of bad male protagonists. <laughs> so, th- this far, he talks about for his wife saying, you know, she wouldn't like this and that. Mm. And then he semi-threatens the secretary <laughs> yeah. to never speak of this again. Yes. Keep a hammer in my truck, too. You want to see that? You want to see that? Well, you keep on asking questions, you dumb broad. <laughs> I really... Aggro dog, as, as I say. I really uh, am confused why this why the other lady in this office walks in with a bag full of groceries. Does she? Yes, it's a literal paper sack, and you can see bananas and like a milk carton sticking out of it. Like like the director thought, woman, food and children. Props uh, the, department get on see, that. Harold Ramis sees all women as primary caregivers, and that's why we need to. Keep he said that now. He said that, yeah, in, in an interview. He's, this he, is this movie. This is movie is Caitlin Bennett's favorite film. <laughs> you can see extras that are women walking around with brooms in the background. <laughs> Did you see the other day? Caitlin Bennett tweeted a, a screen cap of this movie and said, "Finally, a woman portrayed as she should be in films." <laughs> he thinks women are witches because <laughs> they were riding on the brooms. They weren't sweeping. That's what you thought, audience. That's what you thought initially. No, that's what that's what. The libtards won. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to take away your women's brooms. Have we talked about Did Ronald Reagan this season yet? <laughs> now, now we have. He wasn't... Yeah. Well, I guess he wasn't I, I president. Like I, to, I feel like I had to clarify uh, why Sam in particular hates Ronald Reagan. It's because Ronald Reagan actually stole his girlfriend of last year. Rose, <laughs> Rose from the grave. Look, it, Sam and I were going to keep between each other, between us, but... Sam really only hates Ronald Reagan because that one time when he cloned himself and then climbed up the side of Sam's house like a bunch of barrel monkeys. They linked arms and ascended Sam's house. And they tried to stop Sam from doing the drugs. <laughs> Ronald Reagan's on the ceiling going, Don't worry, it'll trickle down one day! And then he trickled down into Sam's awaiting mouth and started taking over his body. His delicious DNA trickled down into Sam's girlfriend's waiting gape mouth. <laughs> So how about Doug's massive car phone? Thank you! I wrote it down as... I wanted to talk about his phone so bad. I want to know if he has any games on it. It's, it's like Lord Rutledge's Dunstan, Dunstan walkie-talkie radio. He didn't have a walkie-talkie. We clarified that. It was a pager. What game, Pong? Oh, he snake. spoke into it. 
didn't. He just oh yeah, you're right. This is a full it. on. You're right. This is a full on glorious, like the kind of phone that someone pulls it out and it dates the movie instantly. <clears throat> this the phone. It it is like the perfect 1996 brick phone where like you can see his arms straining. <laughs> like you know you you know <laughs> that double D would be like, well, start having a little trouble holding up that phone, Dougie boy. <laughs> it, Maybe I should help you lift that up, little bitch boy. <laughs> it looks like a quarter of a microwave. <laughs> And it gives you just as much radiation poisoning. I see the porta potty. The porta potty seems good. I see porta potties in my nightmares. What's the name of the work rival? Ted. Ted is the one we must destroy. Remember, even put uh, this way, Ted rhymes with bed. Right. And, and you see Ted. It, it, oh, you and you can it's easy to remember because Ted rhymes with bed. And Ted slept with Doug's wife. Yeah, and he the, did. No, no. And oh the, my god! There's the video game Ted Bed Redemption. <laughs> Ted is Ted has quite possibly never had sex in his entire you, life. You Adam. fucked me up because I missed the fact that it was the clone at work, so I didn't know if like in between scenes where I was zoned out. <laughs> There's that scene where, like, there's that really weird scene in the beginning of Multiplicity where Ted is just raw dogging Doug's wife. <laughs> It's like oh, I wish I had a clone to fuck my it's, wife. It, it's <laughs> like a am I, am I better than Doug? I bet I'm better than Doug, right? <laughs> I just see a nice like black and white shot, like in Eyes Wide Shut, a Stanley Kubrick with uh, Nicole Kidman. What was that, Talk Adam? Stanley Kubrick. Oh, okay, I thought you said Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> I, I did, but I meant Kubrick. Ted is the most pathetic character in any movie. He is so obsessed with being better than Doug. You know that Ted goes home every night and cries in front of the picture of Doug and his wife that he stole from the, like, the two-hour photo. <laughs> it's like in that Stanley, Stanley Kubrick film where the main character cries at one point. <laughs> Have you ever seen two-hour photo? Dude, or one hour photo. I don't even remember when like photo places were a thing, dude. It's it's, it's the movie where uh, Robin Williams plays like his serious role, where he's a oh, stalker at the photo developing place. I hate Robin and he's Williams got a serious he's roles. got a wall full of like photos that he stole from his family. That's how I imagine Ted living. Like Ted goes home and he's got all these creep shots he took on the disposable cameras taped to his wall of Doug and his kids and going. Oh come, come on, Laura. Let's go watch our. Let's go watch the game. We're gonna go watch the game together. Doug would never go watch the game with you, but I'll make time for you, Laura. You took it to a really good place, man. Like he's just got all the pictures in like an empty hardwood room. That's like he's got like a spooge corner. He's he's got a bunch of uh, floodlights set up on tripods. <laughs> he walks in and flips the lights on, like the like the bulbs. Flicker on before casting a pallid glow across the wall. A pallid glow. There's just the hum of the incandescent lights as he stands there furiously masturbating. Why are we not talking about how a construction company doesn't have indoor plumbing and has these porta potties? That's a good point. Why the fuck does Ted use the porta potty? Because we're going to have porta potties around anyway. We can cut costs this way. Every work. flush is another dollar wasted. But if you if you use the porta potty, that money you want to waste on the water bill will trickle back down to you one of these days. See, we missed the part where um, the, the forklift man takes and drops that porta potty in the incinerator. <laughs> <laughs> out of the movie. Ted never appears in the rest of the film. He's no, dead. No, Ted this really is why, died. This is why they don't have a bathroom. Ted would always show up and say, please, I'll take care of it. And then he opened his awaiting <laughs> mouth. He smiles at the camera, hair dripping with piss, and says, I'm more dedicated to my job than Doug. No, 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 here, Doug here, would picture. never do this for the company. <laughs> I'm sorry, Adam, you were saying about... No, it, it lost its luster. I was just going to say, picture this. You see Ted. Yes. His cheeks are puffed out. I'm, I'm picturing it. 
they puff out even further, and then as his lips slowly expose his teeth, dribbles of piss fall between the gaps in his teeth. Ooh. Now that's an image. And then once he's empty to completion, (laughs) he says, that's it. It's like I'm there. (laughs) Fun for the whole family. Oh. The more we watch this movie, the more parallels I'm see- seeing to uh, Disney's Doug. And also, uh, not, and not he just said this. the name Roger. And and his name is Doug. And Laura talks like Patty Mayonnaise. And he's cringe. Doug. <laughs> Doug. Doug. He's paying more time than you can. Doug, I want to get a job, Doug. Say, <laughs> like, where do your guys' podcasts go? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> This one's a little more loose. <laughs> Just to explain, there is the a little less to talk about in this episode than there usually is. Just to explain to the audience, uh, Ted, after berating uh, Doug, just goes into a random party potty, and Doug locks the door and then tells the guy with the forklift to carry it off to God knows where. Yeah, this is this is his revenge on Doug. And what we'll do is we'll cut the part where you say just to explain, and then Adam will put that before we talked about this for forty minutes, and then nobody will be any the wiser. It'll sound then, like we're competent podcasters. And then I duplicate where I said Stanley Kubrick over and over duplicate. again. Here's the question though: Are we bad at podcasts, or is multiplicity bad at being a movie? <laughs> I feel like podcasts are conceptual. <laughs> I feel like a good podcaster would, in spite of the flaws of multiplicity, still be able to make a good podcast out of it. So, yikes. I don't like Michael Keaton. Because he's always like, hey, I'm going to clone myself. I like Miss Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's a very fun movie. We should watch Beetlejuice, but then it wouldn't have been as funny because we couldn't have made fun of it. Why not? Because it's really good. I mean, Alec Baldwin's in it. Oh, yeah, that is a major sin. Wait, I thought that was his brother. Was it really Alec? Yeah. Oh. I thought it was Alec Baldwin. Yeah, it is. It's when he was skinny. Oh. It's before he inflated. <laughs> it's before he became the boss baby. <laughs> In real life. Yeah. He just paid a plastic surgeon. I am become boss baby. <laughs> <laughs> Destroyer of lost productivity. Why the hell did they make a movie about a boss baby? Well, remember Baby Geniuses? Yeah. From the nine, late oh, how 90s. Can I forget? Yeah, that's and, why. D- d- I'll never forget about the time that I first heard about the movie. <laughs> this is a complete tangent. <laughs> One time, <laughs> Olivia was telling me about Baby Driver after it come, had come out, and I thought she was talking about Boss Baby. And so the entire time, I am sitting there thinking, how did she enjoy Boston? What the, the Where's one? the end she's, Because she's going on about how it's like one of the best movies she's ever seen. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Boss Baby? Really? You're looking through the credits. Where is Edgar Wright? So the whole time I'm just being completely incredulous. Like, all right. Yeah. She, yeah. Really? It was good. Yes, yeah, Boss all Baby right. was fantastic. All right. Really? It was a car, great car chase scene in Boss Baby? All right. Okay. musical score, dude. Boss Baby? Speaking of musical score. You're telling me there was a rapist in Boss Baby? Okay, all right. Know, you know. I didn't know this was a Boss Baby podcast. It is now. Dude, next season, Edgy. Oh, man. I don't want to say Edgy on. Yeah, don't. Okay. I just want to point out, speaking of music, that uh, toward the end of this uh, scene, the musical score, whoever's playing the harmonica, is going hog wild. He's like going, 
Oh, Adam, <laughs> you were the harmonica guy? I did, yeah. This movie has the most Midwest score I could possibly manage. Like, this, the, the soundtrack Bruce of this movie... Bruce Yeah, the soundtrack of this movie is what I would imagine, like, the ambient music of Ohio would be. <laughs> this is actually what uh, the character of Doug would make with his uh, band. <laughs> Doug Funny or yes. Doug Multiplicity? No, Doug Multiplicity. Doug Funny. What that, instrument does Doug play funny. in the band? This is the important question. Harmonica. Which one? He, Doug plays guitar, for sure. He does not play guitar. He doesn't know how to play guitar. Hands. Well, at least, he's a at least Double D plays guitar. Double D yeah, plays Double guitar D plays. for he sure. He probably plays like... Well, uh, fucking. What's that weird-ass Star Trek thing that nerds play? That... Never mind. There's this weird-ass instrument from Star Trek that became, like, real, and, like, a bunch of, like, nerds learn how to play it, and it's really weird. Is that a Vulcan like. instrument? I think so. It's like this weird... Uh, a piece goes in your mouth, and like it's like kind of a piano. Melodica? A melodica? No, I don't know what a melodica is. I'm yeah, you know, remember in, in TNG when Riker's in the holodeck? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, you remember when the Borgs are about to eliminate the, you know, the Starship no? Enterprise? Yeah, remember when Picard is pl- is, is playing cheeseburger in paradise? <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about Star Trek. We can't save this planet, but we can save its musical scene. Lieutenant Data, play Despacito on that melodic... (laughs) Wait a minute, he's not... Never mind. (laughs) Cut that out. I said Starship Enterprise for the uh, next generation, so we're okay. All the Star Trek fans are going to come down on us. It's all geek to me. Hopefully they don't listen to Multiplicity Podcast. Is it the Theremin? (laughs) Yes, that's what it is. The Fairman's been around since yeah, like the twenties. Yeah. Like, from fucking Star like, Trek. The Fairman has existed since like the nineteen twenties. It's like one of the first ever electronic instruments. Yeah. It came from deep space in the future. Dude, Sorry, that's not so incredulous, but yeah, it was dropped off by Captain Kirk Sorry, and Spock. But uh, Riker invented the Fairman. You know, in, 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 in Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys, since the Fairman wasn't invented yet, it's actually just all of them on the mic going. Ooh, you fucked me up, man. They were just tickling each other. <laughs> <laughs> they pulled their socks off and they got their big jammy toes out. He's credited on the album too. As a featherman. What Fetterman. if what if the Beach Boys did a cover where like their shoes were off and they were like all sitting down and their feet were like straight out, like in focus? No, that just sounds hot. That sounds like a Tarantino movie. <laughs> <laughs> So really Doug watches like, his son play play football. And do you think this is going to be like the first wholesome moment? Like Doug's actually making yes. time for his spawn in one scene in this movie. You're let down so fast. Oh boy. So <sighs> we, we get the coach. We, we immediately see the coach is very frustrated as all the, as all the dads are like yelling at the coach. They're, they're uh, all saying that their kids aren't playing, which makes me wonder... Whose kids are playing? <laughs> to, which, to which the coach responds, I'll kick your ass! I'll kick your ass! So Doug walks up, throws his shoulder around his guy, goes, oh, these guys are ridiculous, right? I mean, you were doing a hard job, you're working for free, you're not even getting paid for this. Thank you, thank, thank you. you. Finally, someone understands. Yeah, see, really, 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 these guys are just giving you all this shit. You know what you should really do? You put my son in for a little bit, because he's been on the bench for a while. Okay, uh, a little callback to when I mentioned how the the camera work uh, when Michael Keaton's doing his weird little uh, pacing. Yeah. We get another scene of pacing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the poor cameraman, once again, <laughs> they just strapped with a gimbal. They're just like running back and forth across the length of this football field. It's not like the cameraman's just pushing zoom and then zoom out. Zoom in, zoom out. No, this guy has to pace along with them with a, like probably 50, 60 pounds worth of gear strapped to his chest. Or just and like just a dolly following. track. It's not a dolly track, it's a gimbal. In the high noon sun, 
<laughs> Actually, sweating his nuts off. They did this entire scene in CG. They filmed this whole thing on a green screen, like it's Doug on a treadmill. It's Michael Keaton on a treadmill, just walking in place. He's wearing a full green screen bodysuit. They digitally like put everything in. In fact, the the thing you might not realize about this movie is it's even more heavy time than you'd think. Michael Keaton actually barely even acted in this movie. He really just provided the voice role. It's a full digital Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is actually portrayed by uh oh why can't Andy i think of his name now no uh <laughs> damn the joke is ruined because i can't think of the actor's name who plays peewee herman <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're just horribly dumb that in but the thing about that is like having to do all those gr new groundbreaking special effects was way cheaper than paying michael keaton to be on set every day yeah so they, since he plays what what are we how many how many michael keaton's do we get that's not a spoiler tell me how many oh it is absolutely you will find out adam okay so One Michael Keaton, two Michael Keaton, three Michael Keaton, four. How many Michael Keatons? I hope there's many more. <laughs> there's a but Michael like, Keaton. Anyway, there's does a Michael he Keaton. Pay, like the same salary for each of the Michael Keatons because I that so. would be a fucking steal. Well, it'd still only be the one. They, as far as they do, it was only one Michael Keaton just swapping out. So he's still only making the same amount of money. But the camera. But now he's in on it. But now he's got two Michael Keatons to feed. You know what? He didn't think this through at all. Now he's got one more mouth to feed. What the hell is he gonna do? The clone doesn't he's, eat. He's he fucked just, himself. Well, the cl clone's doing work, so they're actually going to make money now instead of just Doug yelling at uh, knockoff Eugene Levy for tearing up somebody's driveway. <laughs> Doug was doing knockoff Eugene Levy. That was legit Eugene Levy. Doug was, was, yes, it was. Yes, it is. It 100% is. I could have sworn that I looked up on IMDb because I thought that was Eugene Levy, and it said, no, it's not Eugene Levy, you dingus. See, I remember that specifically because when the opening credits came rolling in, I saw Eugene Levy's name and I thought, huh, that's a weird combination to have two powerful eyebrows in one scene. <laughs> yeah. Um. And the worst part is that I know we discussed this before. We I cannot wait. I, I, th this is not going to be a fun season to binge as you're just like bashing your head against the wall. We covered this already! God! I, I really wish... Drew's face sort of translated over audio. <laughs> his face went white. His, you, his you jaw hit the floor. And I went, his, his, his eyes went, the I feel like um, the point about uh, Doug talking to the coach is a uh, good example of how much of a manipulator Doug is. <laughs> yes. And not even a good one. Yeah, he just... Uh, everyone around him is work his family. <laughs> Doug cares about nobody other than Doug. <laughs> so what better movie to have someone care nobody or about nobody but themselves than a movie where there is multiple of themselves? Oh, then wow, the genius deep. of it all is he can't he can't play himself. <laughs> that's the one character, famed famed character actor Michael Keaton cannot play Michael Keaton. <laughs> I mean, the coach was right, though. Those kids couldn't play football worth a dick. Dude, those kids sucked so Oh, they bad. were... They were, just, they were kicking uh, the football. Kids. Like, this is America. You don't kick the football in America. Or we'll kill you for the commies you are. I mean, I know he's I know he's doing this coach gig for free, but at the very least, you could teach him how to play the fucking game. God. Even if they knew how to play the game, kids can't do anything, really. All kids know how to do is eat hot chip and lie. <laughs> all, all, kids know how to do is, all kids know how to do is play Fortnite and TikTok. And can eat I, dirt. Can I, can I say something real quick? I wrote down a total of six things in terms of notes, and I was a little hesitant as to what we, we'd be able to talk about. 
And I was not disappointed that we were able to psychologically deduce what is wrong with Doug. Are you going to the funny we part? Able, what? Nothing happened in this part of the movie. This is the longest episode of the, part of the podcast ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until I get rid of all the horrible jokes that didn't land. That's how I know it's the best episode of the podcast. <laughs> Cut. Adam. Keep that in. Where do you think multiplicity is going from here? Yeah, how, how, how will this movie end, Adam? Oh my god. From here, I can only really deduce that because I know there's going to be more Michael Keatons, so I <laughs> yes. can. Uh, that, that's a given. And you don't know how many there are. Though. I don't know how many there are. See, that's a mystery. There could be like, uh, there could be five Michael Keatons, or there can be a whole eight Michael Keatons. Who even knows? The world could just be overrun with Michael Keatons. Dude, if Michael Keaton clones replace every single person on Earth. Oh my gosh! Like being John Malkovich. <laughs> like being. <laughs> The, the the being bad to your wife economy would collapse. Because <laughs> <laughs> oversaturation and inflation. But pickup trucks and wife beater t-shirts through the roof. Oh like, yeah. Look out Apple. Look out Amazon. There's a new there's a new conglomerate in town. Steve so, Jobs, Doug. <laughs> a Doug clone walks in the, walks into a record store. The guy behind the counter, the first words out of mouth. Look, sir, I keep telling that all the other ones were out of ACDC, and there's no more Led Zeppelin. All right. <laughs> I'll even sell for Zeppelin four. You got Zeppelin four. Sir, there is no more ACDC or there's Led Zeppelin, and we're already out of all the good Rush albums. <laughs> sir, I'm, sir, I'm his assistant. He literally just said there's no more fucking Led Zeppelin, and you asked for Led Zeppelin, so fuck off. What about Zeppelin 4? The, I mean, the last dog d- gets Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> the he hot- starts liking it ironically. <laughs> you know what? Levi's stock would go through the roof, though. <laughs> what about work boots? Work boots, not any, not any boots, not UGG boots, not Gucci boots, UGG, or just work, work boots. boots in general. Carhartt. Thank you. I can't wait until uh, Drag Queen Doug makes his debut. Oh, you know what? What? That would be fun. <laughs> oh, do you not know about that twist? No, I don't know anything except those ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking out of my ass. Oh damn! There is no such Doug. But don't spoil it for Adam, though. <laughs> let him, let him have that hope. How cool would it be? Just you see a. Um, Beautiful, curvaceous woman, just draped, covered face, like a nice silk veil. There's like a nice, uh, nice booty shaking song playing, and then Adam, there's one problem with your hypothesis, and that is the fact that Michael Keaton's body type is two by four. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the curves of plank from Ed and Eddie. He has the standard cut. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's time for everyone who's listening to start pulling their own weight. You can donate to Sam's Pocket. Yeah, you can donate to the uh, email. Just send us your credit card number and the send three wacky pictures. digits on the send back. Send us nice pictures of money to edgingpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll email you back a fist to the taint. Yes. Email us your favorite picture of Michael Keaton. <laughs> Show us a picture of what it looks like when the human anus actually retains a potato straight through the rectum. If you were listening to this podcast right now, I want you to post a picture of Michael Keaton on Twitter and, and hashtag it. Hashtag Keaton Wednesday. We're going to get it trending. I've been Drew. I've been Sam. I've been Adam. You know what? No, you can't end this podcast. This is my, this is my show. We're what? not done yet. Look, I've changed my, my mind. Show. We end when I say we end. Tweet this is a, my season. Tweet a picture of Michael Keaton at Elon Musk and ask, where are the rest? <laughs> <laughs> This has been Edging on Edging on Edging on Multiplicity. (laughs) 
I am Sam. I'm Adam. I'm Drew. And these are our featured guests for the week. Alexis. And Riley. And I want to thank you very much for putting up with this podcast, and I hope you decide to continue listening after this one. <laughs> Edging on. Edging on. Edging on. Multiplicity. That was Edging on Multiplicity, a podcast where three brainless clones discuss multiplicity ten minutes at a time. You can email us at edgingpodcast at gmail.com. Edging on is a podcast by Sam featuring Adam and Drew. Music is done by Sam and edited by Adam. Michael Keaton's not circumcised. Wait a minute. Hold the fuck up. Okay, wait. The if clones. Michael Keaton is circumcised, would the clones be circumcised too? I don't think they would be. Right? But, but like, <laughs> would be like their hair would be long too if they just were like aged versions of the same base genetic data. If they come out the same. Like, so they just like. Taking a man's foreskin doesn't change his genetic makeup. <laughs> <laughs> That's like saying, hey, he has a hat. Will a clone have a hat too? Because <laughs> yeah, then you'd think the clone would come out with a full beard if it came out with no foreskin. Well, he probably did. They probably shaved him off camera. They took his foreskin too. <laughs> yeah, the clone is the clone is born and it's a full grown adult, but for some reason it has like ass length hair. It is now uncircumcised. Like they gotta. Like, oh wow, that malignant tumor's back. <laughs> gotta cut that out again. Can you play the outro theme throughout all of this? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have the twelve minute extended cut of the outro. It's ironic, isn't it? <laughs> What were you going to say, Riley, before Sam? I, I didn't have shit. Adam, put this all after the credits. So the, the episode looks like it ends. Like, after 30 minutes, the episode ends, and people open their podcast app and see that the episode is two hours long. <laughs> no, I won't do that. It's like a really shitty ghost track. Yeah, like they're just like, man, this bonus part's really long. And they look at it and realize it's a five-hour-long episode. <laughs> bonus? More like bogus. Oh! I paid nothing for this. Rip off! You guys are getting this for free?